When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as your mayor of PHNX. This guy over here is the Thunderstick, also your vice mayor, the one and only Jesse Friedman. We're both wearing hats today. We got Derek. hats on today. Yeah. We have hats on. Yeah. We still need to name this snake. I don't like Rattler. We need a name for this snake like he needs an actual human name. And we'll get you guys to do that later. But of course, mm. this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Jesse, Arizona Diamondbacks win. They keep the they keep this little winning train going, right? Uh, much better than what the Padres got going on since they traded for Juan Soto. This is true. Yeah, we tweeted <laughs> out earlier today. The Diamondbacks, since the Juan Soto trade went down, are 4-2, and two, and the Padres <sighs> are 1-5. And, five. and I, I will caveat that by saying that, um, or I will give a caveat on that, because technically the Rocky or the uh, Padres beat the Rockies twice on the day of the trade, but Juan Soto was not a part of the team at that point. So I did not yeah, include I'll, those I'll games in the calculation. We have to give that little asterisk. But other than that, no asterisk. the Diamondbacks That's fact. That's have, fact. That is fact. That is absolutely <laughs> fact. The Diamondbacks have vastly outperformed the San Diego Padres uh since the trade went down, and the, the Padres just aren't really scoring any runs right now, which is uh pretty ironic given uh, what they did on trade deadline day. So right. Here we right. are. And what the Diamondbacks didn't do on trade deadline. Uh, we talked a bit about this stretch. And again, we didn't want to say the words that we said at, at times during other series, like the previous matchup with the Pittsburgh Pirates. But we felt like at least for how difficult their schedule remains to be for the rest of the season, that this was probably the easiest that it was going to get. Right. And yeah. at the very least so far, the Diamondbacks have taken advantage of it. They're also the best bunting team in baseball. I don't know. I'm ready to call them that. What do you think? That was pretty impressive yesterday. That Josh <laughs> Rojas bunt was, that was absolute perfection. It was perfection. And they've started to do it more recently. And yeah. it's not just like, it's not just guys who are good at laying down sacrifice bunts. It's guys who are like pretty good at bunting for hits. I think the D-backs at one point yesterday had two hits with runners in scoring position and both of them were bunt singles. So... That's how you. Uh, that's how you get the, like the ducks off the pond, right? Just just <laughs> bunt like single everyone around the bases. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was impressive. The Diamondbacks. It's certainly a skill that they have, and they've started to use it a little bit more. Uh, the one, the first run that scored in yesterday's game wasn't on a hit. So technically, if they would have ended the game and won nothing, it would have been not like there. There was something weird about that. Like that wasn't the the, the entire game was weird. But the Diamondbacks. You mean how like Alec Thomas didn't get an RBI? Yeah, is that what play? it was? Yeah, it was Alec Thomas not yeah. getting the RBI for the single and stuff. So yeah. Uh, but Josh Rojas showed off his arm a bit. Dalton Varsho showed off his arm. Rojas at third base, proving us wrong about uh, his ability to throw across the diamond because he did yeah. a good job yesterday. Yeah. Apparently, he's been listening to everyone saying <laughs> that uh, he doesn't really have the arm for third base. Of course, uh, we never would have. We would put never. We never like said that out into show. the ether. Never. But uh, for everyone else saying those sorts of things. That was an impressive throw yesterday. Zach Allen said after the game that he thought the ball was foul, 
Um, and it was a fair ball, just barely down the third baseline. And Rojas made a really, really nice pick. And then um, a very impressive long throw all the way across to first base. He showed impressive confidence in Zach Gallon, who was yesterday's uh, winning pitcher. Zach Gallon had an excellent uh, outing. And he said that with the way Gallon was throwing, that the one run they had was all he needed. But Cattell Marte contributed. He's been back both offensively and de- defensively. He's been his old self, it feels like, looking at Marte. And that was a really clutch hit that he got to give them that little bit of cushion. Yeah. Um, you know, to make it not completely nerve-wracking in the ninth inning. Yeah, I mean, there's a fine line between uh, ground balls that turn into, like, inning-ending double plays that disappoint you and ground balls like the one that Cattell Marte hit that, like, barely inched their way into the outfield, right? right? <laughs> there's not always a very big difference between those uh, those two things other than the final outcome. Um, but, yeah, apparently O'Neill Cruz needed to be uh, like seven foot one, seven foot two, in order to get to that ground ball. Unfortunately for him, he was only six foot seven. You so. love that joke. That's I do. I really do. Yeah, good joke. This is basically just where I like replay all of the jokes that were in my head from last night. <laughs> he so. works on his material on Twitter, and then he brings the good <laughs> stuff here after he figured it out. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, the yesterday's game by no stretch of the imagination was an overpowering win, but it no. felt like. The Zach Gallon Gallon was pretty darn good. Though. Zach Gallon was incredibly good, right? And you know, the other thing that we saw was in the ninth inning, turning to Ian Kennedy instead of Mark Melanson. So it's kind of interesting to see how that, I guess, uh, job there in the ninth inning is going to develop throughout the rest of the season. Obviously, yeah. Mark Melanson was, you know, he got the save in the previous night, but Ian Kennedy had also worked what like three out of the four last uh, yeah games? yeah last night made it three out of four for Ian Kennedy, which is. About as risky as like pitching a guy on back-to-back nights, so it doesn't always end well when you do that. But um, Ian Kennedy was reasonably sharp. I think he walked one guy on on like four pitches or something. But (laughs) it was an uneventful ninth inning. It just was. It was like it just ended, and it was like how you feel ninth inning should go, but they don't go (laughs) for this team. And I mean, I think everybody's been a bit perplexed about what's going on with Mark Melanson, but even in his save conversions. Uh, he still doesn't have that same, you know, lack of of things happening in the ninth inning like we saw with Ian Kennedy on the mound. Yeah. It, it just felt very comforting, and it felt like the Diamondbacks were going to win, even with, you know, the man getting on base. Yeah, I th- I do think it's kind of funny that, you know, since the Diamondbacks decided to go closer by committee, I think Ian Kennedy has had three outings, and he successfully converted a save in two of them. And the other one was a tie game, and Ian Kennedy <laughs> took the it. loss. <laughs> so it's sort of like I'm not really sure anything's changed yeah. here at the end of the day. Uh. But uh, but you're right; it was an uneventful ninth inning yesterday, all things considered. And uh, yeah, I mean that's good to see. I think Diamondbacks fans have had more than their fair share of uh, increased heart rate and blood pressure right. come the ninth inning. Right. So it's nice to not have to deal with that one time. It's like it's like 9:30 at night, Jesse. I can't. I can't get my heart rate up that high and then expect to go to bed at a reasonable time, right? right? right. You know, uh, those games. But what do you think going forward happens with Melanson? Do you think we still see him remain the closer and then they just kind of lean towards Ian Kennedy? Or do you think Melanson's yeah. on a short, short leash at this point? I mean, he's not the closer, right? I mean, it's a closer by committee situation. Sure. So um, I still think he's in the mix. Um, it's going to depend on it's going to depend on matchups. I think he wasn't available. Um or Ian Kennedy wasn't available in a game, and so we saw them go to Mark Melanson instead in a safe situation there. So 
Um, I feel like Ian Kennedy is is probably the preference in the ninth inning. Um, but as far as we know, it's a closer by committee, and it could be Ian Kennedy. It could be Joe Mantiply, who pitched an outstanding eighth inning um, in yesterday's game. Or it could be Mark Melanson. So it's just going to depend on matchups and and usage and those sorts of things. If they start to leave on lean on Kennedy, though, what ha- what happens with Melanson? Do we see him turned into a, a bullpen reliever, someone that yeah. comes in in like the seventh or the eighth? That's a that's a good question. I I don't I don't know. I guess yeah, he's still uh, a reliever that you're probably using like more toward the end of games and in bigger situations probably. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, Mark Melanson has spent the vast majority of his major league career as a closer, so it's it's a little bit weird when you're in that spot and then suddenly you get switched to a role that you're not really used to. Um, so we'll see. When they picked up both of these guys, there was a discussion, obviously, that they were picking up two closers. And yeah, that's true. From the get go, there was no like competition. It felt like from the press conference that we interviewed Ian Kennedy at for his introduction back to the team. They were already saying that he was going to be the setup man of Melanson, and we were asking right. him his feelings on that. He had a very amicable attitude towards it and was kind of okay with whatever role the Diamondbacks felt they needed him in. Sure. Right. But that was always odd to me that I mean, I get it. Melanson, based on his numbers last year, probably warrants winning the job just outright without there being an open competition. At the beginning of the year for sure. I mean, the guy sure. led the National League in saves, right? right. So that's gotta it's gotta count for something, I guess. Uh, but it was on a very good team. Uh, the Padres team is a very good team. and uh, uh, Except after they acquired Juan Soto. Yeah, right. Zing. <laughs> got him. I got him. Uh, but anyway, uh, the Diamondbacks really didn't do much after the trade deadline. Jesse actually covered their lack of movement after the trade deadline. But so far, uh, it's been, I, I feel like it. it's worked out for them, right? We've seen this team building on something. We're really seeing a core start to develop. Uh, and who this team can build around in the future. But most importantly, we've seen their starting pitching be very, very good, including Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallon. And we've talked about Gallon, but we still have Merrill, Carroll, Merrill Kelly coming up. Uh, this is what Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallon have done this year. Uh, and again, not enough people know about the D-backs one-two punch. Uh, Jesse's absolutely right about this. Yeah, I mean, this was... Uh, uh, yeah, last night I was just thinking, like, there aren't that many teams that have this, right? And I'm not sure that, like... Diamondbacks fans are fully aware of like how good their first and second best starters really are compared to what some of the other teams of baseball have. Um, Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallon, I mean, there's no way around. Them. I mean, these numbers that you see on the screen are are outstanding. I mean, Gallon after after last night, seven and two with a three point one two ERA, a one point oh two WHIP, uh, an opponent batting average of just over two hundred. He has one hundred and fourteen strikeouts and one hundred and eighteen in the third innings. And then Merrill Kelly, right, ten and five with a two eight six ERA, um, and and he's thrown one hundred and thirty two in a third innings this season. Is on pace to go for two hundred this year. So. It's really impressive what those two guys have done. And I know this Diamondbacks team is is not that close, right, to, to where they ultimately want to go of being a playoff contender and a World Series contender. Um, but it's... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ah, <laughs> uh, Gabriel. You're my oh, favorite. Gabriel. <laughs> oh, Gabriel. You're my favorite. But, uh, of course, uh, first, make sure to check out Jesse's piece if you haven't already over at gophnx.com on the trade deadline activity or the lack of movement by the Diamondbacks there. Uh, if you don't have a membership already, make sure to sign up for one. You can get an annual membership. You get your first month uh, or you get your uh, free annual T-shirt. This guy's walking in right now. 
get out of here. Saul, <laughs> just slowly walking and eating something reminded me of how hungry I am. Anyway, uh, that's why I can't think about things. But anyway, go uh, go get your membership if you haven't done so already. Annual membership. You get a T-shirt over at thephnxlocker.com. Uh, if you get a month-to-month membership, you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Either way, uh, you can get yourself all the members-only access to our Discord and all the members-only discounts over at thephnxlocker.com. Make sure to do that. We appreciate you guys if you've already signed up. We also appreciate you for being here. Hello to the entire D-backs uh, Discord crew. Good to see you guys. Make sure uh, to leave us uh, a little thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Uh, sign up for notifications, all that stuff. Also, uh, subscribe on your favorite audio podcasting app and leave us a review. We would love you uh, for doing so. Jesse, speaking of Gallon and Kelly, though, uh, they've they've been pretty good. But they we can't really decide here on who has been better for this team, who would be considered the ace. Before we before we go forward, we should probably tell the audio-only people what Gabriel said in the comments. Oh, because yeah. Because we Ga- never actually yeah, filled them Ga- in on Gabriel that. Gabriel in the comments uh, <laughs> has his one as Zach slash uh, Kelly slash Gallon, two as Johnson slash Schilling, and three as DeGrom slash Scherzer. And right. I think he's pretty... In that order. Yeah. He's pretty accurate, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty accurate. Yeah. DeGrom uh, and Scherzer wish that they were as good as Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallon. They really do. Sure. They no really question. do. There's no more. There's like teams are so glad the Diamondbacks aren't going to make the playoffs because they don't want to face that in the playoffs. No, no, nobody, nobody wants Merrill Kelly in game one of the World Series. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. But uh, of course, we talk about Gallon and Kelly, and at times I think Zach Gallon is anointed the number one guy. Actually, Madison Bumgarner is somehow still I think considered. To be the number one guy just based on is he? seniority? I don't know. I don't. I mean, according uh, to a poll that was thrown on the internet one of these recent days, 66% of D backs fans would have said that Madison Bumgarner was the ace of the Really? Staff. Wow. There is no way that's true. Wow. Who put out this poll? There's Sanderson Ford. Sanderson <laughs> Ford. <laughs> well played. <There's- laughs> well played. <laughs> oh man so Figures. well anyway that's not the that's not really what's going on here we know what's going on here and the real real battle here for the actual ace of this staff is between uh zach gallon and merrill kelly and today just to finally settle this we are going to introduce a brand new segment we're doing right here on the phnx d-backs podcast that we like to call debates that's right thunderstick versus the mayor i like how i still get to be the mayor and you're thunderstick in this situation um, I feel like that's fair. If it call, if they called you the vice mayor, yeah, that's, that you're would just set me up put, for failure. Yeah, you're that put in a, a bad position. So <laughs> we have Thunderstick versus the mayor. And today we have agreed to each take a side on this debate and decide who is the actual ace of this staff. Uh, this guy over here is going to be representing the case for Zach Gallon. I will be representing the case for Merrill Kelly. You will be uh, judge and jury of who wins this argument. So, Jesse, I'm going to go ahead and give you the floor. Wow. I'm going to let you nice go first. You. Very nice yeah, of you. Yeah, please. Right. Because I know you're a stats guy, and I I just want to get this out of the way first. <laughs> I'll deliver some fireworks. All right. Okay. All right. We'll see. Um. All right. So, my case for why Zach Gallon is the true ace of the Arizona Diamondbacks staff. So, when you think of an ace... You're not just thinking of a a pitcher with a good ERA, which I grant you. Merrill Kelly's ERA as of this moment is slightly better than Zach Gallon's ERA. It's much better. Um, Very slightly. It's like 0.2. 
but you're you're thinking about more than that, right? You're thinking about strikeouts. You're thinking about stuff. You're thinking about someone who could match up with like a Max Scherzer or a Jacob Degrom, like we were talking about earlier, uh, or some of the other renowned aces around this game of baseball that we all know and love, right? Um, and so, in my mind, Zach Gallen is the guy that you want in that spot. If you're if you're playing in a wild card game, if you're playing um, against the best of the best, right? Um, Zach Gallen's stuff is going to play against those teams better than Merrill Kelly's stuff will in my mind. And there's a number of things I can point to for this. Zach Gallen has a higher strikeout rate than Merrill Kelly by a fairly significant margin. It's about 24% compared to uh, Merrill Kelly's at about 20.5%. Um, Zach Gallen has a lower walk rate as well. So more strikeouts, fewer walks. He has a much lower whip at 1.02 compared to 1.13 for Merrill Kelly. All he has all related stats. He has a lower opponent batting average. Opposing hitters hit 202 against Zach Allen compared to 225 for Merrill Kelly. Um, and in my mind, Derek, I mean, those are sorts of the numbers that I'm looking for when I'm trying to figure out who do I want to face, you know, a very good offensive team that you'd probably be playing in the playoffs or in some big spot in the postseason, right? Merrill Kelly is a tremendous regular season pitcher. He goes deep into games. I grant you he goes slightly deeper into games on average than Zach Gallen does. But once you get to the playoffs, it's not as much about like, are you going seven or eight innings? It's like, how effective are those innings? And how many runs are you giving up? How many hits are you giving up? Those sorts of things. And in my mind, Zach Gallen uh, sets you up better for success in that regard. So... There's playoffs you're talking he's talking about playoffs <laughs> he's, he's isn't using that the goal here though like as part of his argument like okay. isn't, isn't that part ah. of what makes an ace of a staff though is like sure the diamondbacks aren't in that spot yet but presumably hopefully they're getting there eventually and the ace of the staff is the guy that you want in though oh gosh here we go He's turning on, he's putting on the glasses. Everyone. Ladies and this gentlemen is, of the jury, uh, I present to you the case for Merrill Kelly being the true ace of this team, as most of you already know that he is. This season... Dude, are you like, what? What? Like, you don't even sound like a, yourself it's a, right now. It's a Southern, uh, southern attorney, sir. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, right. This season, Merrill <laughs> Kelly is 10-5 and five with a 2.86 ERA. You know who does that? Aces. The reason why is because Merrill Kelly's ERA is eighth best in the National League, which being in the top 10 would immediately make you assume he's an ace. Who does that? Aces do that. Also, he's 10th in wins, uh, tied for 10th in wins in the National League. Uh, between Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly, uh, Zach Gallen has started 64 games in four seasons for the Arizona Diamondbacks, going 16 and 17 with 355.1 innings pitched. Are you really knocking on his record right now after all the conversations we've had about how poor Zach Gallen can't get away to save his life? 86 games started for Merrill Kelly. 86 with 505 innings pitched. That is almost 150 more innings pitched in four seasons, Jesse. He has a 33-32 and 32 record, uh, doubling the amount of wins that Zach Gallon has. I don't know what's wrong with his ability. I don't know why he can't win. I don't know why Zach Gallon can't win. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing is most people might say I was expecting him to use this argument and he didn't. But I will say most players will say that obviously Zach Gallon has youth. But as we both know, both players will be done with this team after 2025. Kelly due to age and Gallon due to Scott Boris. So that's a wash. There's no <laughs> argument there. 
All right. Dude, I'm going to walk out. It's the truth. I'm going to walk out. <laughs> I am dealing in facts here today. Sir. I will start a GoFundMe here today dealing in facts. To keep Zach Gallen in All the right. state of Arizona. Omer Kelly has been there for this team and has been the most consistent player. But the most important thing is Merrill Kelly has gotten better with time. He is like a wine True. that becomes better with age. And I don't know at times if we've seen Zach Gallen necessarily get better. He was obviously incredible for that first stretch that he had that set an MLB record for the most starts consecutively without uh, giving up three more than three runs. However, <laughs> that's not... Uh, that's neither here you, nor there. You do look like Gabe Kapler. Uh, hey, I'm all right with that. <laughs> Gabe Kapler's a handsome man, and I'm thankful for it. All right, uh, do we want to do closing arguments, or is that is that enough? I think that's oh, enough. I don't think enough? I don't think I'm anymore close to a closing. Oh, statement. please go I ahead. Did. Oh my god, please go ahead. Let me take my glasses right, off so, and have you go on, sir. So you know who used to like lead the league in innings pitched, or like be around the league lead in innings pitched? Who's that? Bronson Arroyo. And we all remember Bronson Arroyo's illustrious Diamondbacks career, right? Bronson Arroyo's a great pitcher. There's nothing to take away from, like, the amazing career that a guy like that had. But innings pitch is not what makes an ace. It's you're talking about you're talking about quantity and I'm talking about quality, right? There's a difference between those two things. Also, you cite Merrill Kelly's win total and Merrill Kelly, yes, is 10 and five on this season. Zach Gallon is seven and two. Have you looked at the Diamondbacks record? Not the not the individual pitchers records, but the Diamondbacks team records with those two guys on the mound. Uh, that's inconsequential. Jesse. Oh, it's inconsequential. It's inconsequential he because so, they aren't in games any longer. So let me uh, let me tell you. So Zach Gallen in his twenty one starts, the Diamondbacks are thirteen and eight in Zach Gallen's twenty one starts. Merrill Kelly, yes, he has those ten wins, but. The Diamondbacks, when Merrill Kelly is on the mound, are 11 and 11 when Merrill Kelly pitches for this baseball team. So, there you go. I don't. That is. That has nothing to do. Your Your Honor, I I <laughs> I request you strike that from the record because that should. <laughs> oh, exist. all right. All right. It sounds like I made a good point. I, I don't think, think that's you did. I don't means. think you did. I don't think you did. I don't. But uh, I will say of these two men again, uh, what I'm looking at from Merrill Kelly is the fact that Merrill Kelly is currently the ace. I feel like you are more talking about the potential that Zach Gallen could show ah. or could reach versus him being the ace currently. I did not call Merrill mid, all right, Gabriel? <laughs> I, am in no, I am in no way Look, taking... Just, all right, we need to wrap this up because they're just, we're just taking our words and throwing them at each other now. <laughs> All right, well, you guys get to be the judge on that, so make sure. I am not, for the record, I am not saying that. Um, I think Zach Gallen, like, if the Diamondbacks were playing in a wild card game, um, which I guess the wild card is different now than it was before, but if they were playing in a must-win playoff game. A one-game wild card game. Zach Gallen's the guy that I want on the mound, and there's really no question in my mind. Because Merrill Kelly is is durable, and he's reliable, and he's had an outstanding season. Something I, I I have a little concern about with Merrill Kelly is that his home run rate is extremely low, like to the point where there's no way a major league pitcher could sustain that my for case very long. For me, ladies and gentlemen. And so, no, it, it's just like Merrill Kelly's ERA is really low, but it's it's not necessarily because of like the strikeouts and the walks and like some of the things that are more sustainable and predictive of the future. <sighs> In some ways, it's because of the fact that the guy has given up. I don't have the number in front of me, but it's a very, very few 
uh, number of home runs this season that I don't think is going to be sustainable in the long run. I think Zach Gallon's arsenal, his stuff, um, is going to play better in in a in a one game playoff. Situation. You know what's sustainable? Ground balls. Ground balls are sustainable for a long career because again, you don't need that power in order to be able to figure out how to get guys out. So you know who has not- a higher ground ball rate this season? God damn it. <laughs> Right. Zach Gallon, 47.6% for Gallon, 45.2% for Merrill Kelly. So, Oh, come on. That's a that's a wash. That's a push. And more strikeouts and less starts. That's a push. Whose side are you on, Jacob? I think it's... I, think uh, I mean, it's pretty obvious which pitcher I like more. <laughs> oh, God. It's favoritism. Now, now I know what I can blame it on if I lose. Um, and yes, Jesse did call Merrill Mid, by the way, to everybody out there wondering. I did not call Merrill Mid. I heard him I say did it. Not. So did Gabriel. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, thank you guys again for joining us and being here for all this. Make sure to check out our friends over at Four Peaks, which I just cracked open a brand new Hop Knot IPA. Uh, I, these are this is the last Hop Knot IPA in our refrigerator uh, before we get out of this office and go to somewhere fun. But that's exciting. Other news that we'll find out more about next week. For now, uh, make sure to join us when we are at Four Peaks at the 8th Street Pub broadcasting final Wednesday of every month. Also, go down there, even if we're not there. Try their food, chicken tendies. Uh, the pizzas are incredible. Everything is good. Uh, and their beers are <laughs> incredible. They have a wide variety of beers. They're all on tap there. You can get special edition beers that you can only pick up at the 8th Street Pub. If you're not able to make it down there, pick them up at your local grocery store, your local convenience store, liquor store, wherever you get your beers at, uh, and make sure to try the whatever beer fits your style. I mean, I know I'm, I still haven't gotten Craig Morgan to drink one of these IPAs and enjoy it, but I don't know. I, I it's gonna be a ma- he knows now. Yeah, he is aware. He's aware of me trying to sneak him an IPA. So now, like, he's gonna be hyper vigilant. I don't think me that's gonna him make drinks. him enjoy it anymore. No, no, and but... he's gonna he's not gonna trust anything I do, right? Like, so if I walk no. up to him with like a glass of water, he's gonna smack it. Like right I mean, out of my I hand. don't know if he really has ever gotten. I don't know if Craig would ever really trust what you do. But I mean, I guess in what this the situation, hell is that like even to mean? less so. I don't know. Since when am I an untrustworthy person? What has <laughs> happened around here? I am the mayor, right? I was elected. That people trusted me. That what? What was that? Uh, you rule with an iron fist. And that's I do not. not. That's I not. am a kind and benevolent king. Just like you did, let me go first in our in our debate. I did. So I, do, I, so I do knew I was going to beat you, that, but yeah. anyway, um, yeah, that's how that goes. So uh, <laughs> go down. I, I was talking about beer, so go pick up yourself some beer. Uh, also, go to uh, gophmx.com and sign up for the toast of the month sweepstakes. You will get yourself uh, potentially you can win yourself a fifty dollars gift card over at. Uh, our friends Four Peaks, as well as an annual membership and a T-shirt from the phmxlocker.com. And that's not the only thing we're giving away. We're also giving away another sweepstakes, which you can enter on gophnx.com for our friends at OG's Brands, who are always flavoring life with their wonderful edibles. Uh, One receiver, one receiver, one winner will receive three, yes, three bags of OG's gummies, uh, orange cream skull and tropical flavors, uh, an OG's hat, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. So uh, go over to gophnx.com, sign up for both of these sweepstakes. Also, if, if you don't win or you do win, it doesn't matter. Still try our wonderful sponsors, 
OG's Brands has an incredible variety of edibles. They are Arizona's top-selling edible. They're all about flavoring life, and they're all about flavoring their edibles. Uh, they're delicious. They're wonderful. Uh, and they're pocket-sized, so you can take them into Disneyland with you. Just a suggestion. Anyway, uh, regardless of how you choose to use your OG's Brands gummies, find them at your local dispensary. Check them out online at ogsbrands.com or on Instagram at OG's Brands. That's O-G-E-E-Z Brands. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. And same thing with our friends at Four Peaks. Must be 21 years or per older to enjoy them as well uh i don't like you anymore now because we did the debate thing and everything that's but just you acknowledging that i won no I it's pretty clear yeah, i don't really feel like that but i will say that i'm very happy that the diamondbacks uh have stuck to the game plan this season uh you talked about their lack of movement at the trade deadline i'm actually pretty happy with that mm. i still i still think there was some uh there was some possibilities there i still there think that they, they might have gotten a pretty big return uh for joe mantiply maybe christian walker uh and i don't know how much i like saying that because i really enjoy those guys being a part of this team and yeah i really think that they are both a big part of the success that they've had especially after the uh all-star break but uh the diamondbacks are doing what they said they would do in regards to rookies jesse they currently lead all of mlb in rookie position players games with 418 Wow. Yeah. So between Perdomo and Alec yeah. Thomas and a lot of these guys getting uh, Tommy Henry getting the start. Well, that's position players. So that's just position players. Um, so, I mean, what? That's also uh, Buddy Kennedy. Uh, they're they're doing exactly. Beer is Seth rookie Beer. eligible. Is still. he rookie eligible still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, and they're 256 hits by rookies are second in Major League Baseball to the Royals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Diamondbacks, if they followed through on on that front and. I think that's a big difference between this year's team and what we've seen in the past, right? It's mm-hmm. not it's not Cole Calhoun and Ezdrubal Cabrera and, you know, these guys <laughs> who are, like, they're not bad players, no. you know, like, especially, I mean, Calhoun was incredible in 2020, but um, they just don't really tell you much about the future or help you figure out, like, what's going to be, you know, who who are going to be the main players on the next great Diamondbacks team. They don't really help you answer that question. So, um, I appreciate that the Diamondbacks have been um, have been true to to what they've said on on that front. And uh, Jake McCarthy is another guy who, who I guess would be rookie eligible at this point, um, who is who is uh, probably going to be a pretty much everyday player from now through the re- through the rest of the season. So it seems like that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's it's good to see. I mean, I think it makes the team a lot more fun to watch. I think fans have a lot more patience watching these younger guys than they do. Um, you know, some of the veterans that they've had here in the past. Jake McCarthy is tied for fifth in stolen bases by rookies uh, in the National League, and he's tied for ninth in doubles for rookies. He's hitting 311. He's not played very many games. <laughs> no, not at all. He's hitting 311 in his last 14 games. So, I mean, Jake has really been doing an outstanding job. And again, he is the reason why someone like David Peralta, who most likely was going to move at the end of the season, yeah, you know that that opening up that position for these young guys to to have a shot at the outfield and playing more playing time, he's going to benefit from it. And I think that the the advantage there is that he could really, you know, uh, get an opportunity to win the position. You know, like if Jake McCarthy does well over there, there's a good chance that they might not have to rush to call up Corbin Carroll, even though that's something that we. We're hoping we'd see happen. everyone everyone wants. Well, and I mean, <laughs> obviously, as far as they're concerned, there's reasons to wait. Right. With yeah. Carroll. Yeah. I, I do think that 
I mean, like, if you were to call up a Corbin Carroll right now, there's sort of a question of, like, where are you going to play the guy, you know? Sure. Like, you don't want to DH Corbin Carroll. Um, and so you really want him to play in the outfield every day. But with McCarthy, Varsho, and Alec Thomas, there's not, like, there's just not really a spot there. And so I do think part of the D-backs hesitation on that front, which, of course, they could still call him up, but... I have a hard time seeing them bringing up Corbin Carroll without the ability to actually play him on a regular basis. Like for now, it's it's more valuable for him to get everyday playing time and everyday at bats, where at whatever level he's playing at, um, than to you know sit on the bench right. or have sort of a like platoon or you know some sort of a role where he's not really an everyday guy because he he deserves that opportunity. Uh, Gabe says, I'd rather see Stone Cold Garrett at this point. I need to see those guns in person. Is that what we're calling him? Because I love that. Stone Cold Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I remember Josh freaking Rojas yesterday, so that's what we will be calling him from now on, by the way. Where did that come from? Uh, it came from a college, or uh, I think it was one of his high school uh, baseball coaches showed up at a spring training game wearing shirts like Everybody had them. Like the entire group that they were with all had Josh freaking Rojas shirts. So mm. that's where that came from. And that's sticking because that's good. Uh, Josh said he was always called Roe. So that's, that's, that's not good enough for me. I'm not taking Roe as a nickname. I'm sorry. Josh Roe Rojas. That's Roe Roe. <laughs> what? What are we doing here? I do see an, an article from 2017 where they're talking about Stone Garrett as one of the top-rated prospects in the Marlins organization. That's who he's with at the time. And the article is entitled Stone, Stone Cold, Cold Garrett. Stone Cold Garrett. So Damn apparently it. it's a thing. I love it. I love it. Uh, Alec Thomas was kind of similar to what you were talking about with Corbin Carroll when he got called up. We were worried at the time what was going to happen with him in center field. Dalton Varsho had been playing so well out there. Right. And, and that's like so far in the rearview <laughs> mirror at this point. Point. Uh, Alec <laughs> Thomas is uh, is by far their center fielder, and I don't think there's any question about <laughs> By that. far their center fielder, yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which he, is wild because Dalton Varsho is so good there. He's so good. He was so good. But he has a cannon of an arm, so he needs to play the corner outfield, as that we was, saw in last night's that game. That was an right? incredible play in, uh, in yesterday's was. game, right? Really Where was. Alec Thomas basically missed making a highlight reel catch himself, and Varsho like picked him up exactly how you like it, you couldn't ask for it to be done any better as far as backing no. up you know someone making a play like that and then making an amazing play yourself to to keep the runner from, from it was advancing. just it was an incredible release time like like Alec Thomas you know trying to make this uh, what would have been a spectacular diving play right, I mean it, right. it was very ambitious for him to try to go after <laughs> it this really ball. was it was maybe shouldn't have even maybe shouldn't have even tried right. but all is well that ends well and and Dalton Varsho made sure that happened by being right there to back him up like you said and it was amazing and throwing a dart uh right on the money to Geraldo Perdomo who was covering third base so it was it was impressive <laughs> I'm just going through the stat sheet and seeing Mark Melanson tied for eighth in saves uh, in the National League just still kind of blows my mind. But anyway, we'll move right <laughs> past that. Uh, <laughs> the the young guys, though, have been incredible. And the one thing about it is is that we could very well see this from the Diamondbacks again next season, right, where yeah. they lead, lead the league in rookie position player games and have these guys doing this stuff. I mean, uh, Alec Thomas is second in hits for rookies in the National League with 66 third in total bases with 105 and fourth in runs with 34 runs fourth also tied for fourth uh, in doubles with 13 so he's he's killing it in, in every way at the plate 
Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot more there, uh, right? I mean, you're not you're not calling up Alec Thomas and and you know hoping that a guy who's been that highly touted for so long is you know a 255 hitter with like a 730 sure. OPS at his peak, right? Like sure. this isn't this isn't as good as we think he can be, but not that many guys come up and have success right out of the gate, and that's really important to remember. Um, a lot of very highly touted prospects come up. We've seen it this year. Yeah. Um, some of these guys come up, and it's it's a big adjustment hitting major league pitching. And and some for some of these highly touted prospects, the transition is pretty difficult for them. So it's been nice to see Alec Thomas hit the ground running. It's the reason why baseball rookies aren't typically that exciting, right? Because they they can come in, they can have a big splash, they can yeah. have a big first week, but for them to come into their rookie season and consistently be excellent at a major league level, it's so rare. And Do it's, you remember Mike Trout's rookie season? I don't. He was like completely pedestrian. He played 40 games. He was 19 years old. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> keep that in mind. But he hit 220 with a 672 OPS in his in his first season in the big leagues. It was only 40 games. So I don't care. Um, I don't care. I like that. That was a good stat. Good and stat. Then, and then the next year he finished second in MVP voting. So, <laughs> so that's that's, so that's the trajectory Alec Thomas yeah, is. Yeah, Alec Thomas has been better in his first year than Mike Trout. So he next should finish year, first in, in probably. In, right? Yeah, MVP that's voting? that's uh, what my quick and Alec Thomas says. 2024 MVP confirmed. There so you, go. you heard it here first on this show. Uh, you can go maybe even bet on it on the DraftKings Sportsbook. I don't know if I would do that, but uh, you could still bet on lots of things on the DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> that is a bullish thing That's to bet bullish, on. That's a bullish thing. I don't know if you thing. can even bet on the – well, you say – you mean 2023 MVP. 2023. Right? I'm, so I'm going way ahead. I, was, okay. I said 2024, okay. but I'm I'm in a time loop. I don't even know what day it is anymore, Jesse. I just know yeah, it's not Mailbag Monday. That's all I know. But, of course, make <laughs> there's sure – There's Mailbag Monday, and then there's all the other days. <laughs> there's all the other of... days. They all just <laughs> squish together. <laughs> Uh, but again, make sure to check out our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up already, sign up. Use our code of PHNX. Uh, make your first deposit, and you will get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Of course, baseball, it's always fun to bet on. You can go in there and get great values on your odds. Sometimes it's almost a little bit unbelievable, and I think the reason why is because not everything is a sure thing. There were a lot of locks for the Padres uh, winning against the Giants yesterday. Obviously, that did not happen. So uh, you never know what's a lock in baseball, and that's the reason why it's always fun. It's always exciting, and it makes baseball more fun to watch. So go get down on the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Uh, make yourself a same-game parlay, multiple-game parlay, whatever you want to do. more legs you add, the more money you win. And remember, you can bet whatever you want. So if you throw a dollar on there and, and uh, bet on some games, maybe you'll Put, just put together multiple game parlay that'll win you some big bucks, uh, especially with baseball. Sometimes sometimes baseball is very predictable, and then sometimes it's not. Like You can't you, predict baseball. You man. never know. It's Sometimes it just aligns perfectly, and you look at it, and you're like, I would have known all these days winning, but that's not the day you bet on, right? We know how that works, mm -hmm. uh, at least when it comes to me giving out our DraftKings pick of the weeks and then not actually betting on them, but that's – a whole other aggravation that I don't feel like talking about right now. So go get down on the DraftKings Sportsbook as well. Uh, if you're an existing customer, don't don't forget. They have all sorts of uh, fun promotions and options. And sometimes uh, you just got to log into the app every day and see what they got. Uh, I, I feel like some in some cases they're almost giving away free money. Like uh, one of the 
one one of the opt-ins was whether the Dodgers would s- hit get a hit in a game. So it's like right. if you can get a promotion like that, you just got to get down on it. So uh, make sure to keep an eye out for all of those promotions that they have over at the DraftKings Sportsbook, as well as going over if you're looking for your licensed apparel for men, women, children, dogs. It doesn't matter. Foco's got you covered over at Foco.com. They have an incredible variety. I could sit here and talk about the bobbleheads all day. Uh, I I I love them so much and i miss bobbleheads in my life also my my dog will not wear unlicensed apparel it has to be licensed apparel otherwise she won't wear it yeah well all all dogs all dogs dogs can sense evil oh yeah and they can also sense knockoffs i don't know if you knew that yeah really knockoffs more than anything it's like my 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 wife has a has a knockoff chanel purse my dog won't start barking at it it just barks at it in the corner all day long so yeah i know make sure to get yourself authentic merchandise or your dogs won't be happy so uh foco is the leader in sports merchandise and collectibles and they have you covered with the best arizona sports merchandise uh, including diamondbacks where cardinals cardinal season's coming up sun season's coming up we get it we're the sun is setting on us we understand so if you want to get yourself ready for those other seasons we're not gonna shame you but just don't forget us that's all we're asking (laughs) don't forget us uh, and it doesn't matter what you need, though. Foco's got you covered. Use our code of PHNX, and for all non-presale items, you will get 10% off. So head over to Foco.com or click the link below in our description. And before we go, I just wanted to make a mention of it. The Diamondbacks uh, sent out a uh, press release just asking for people in regards to uh, Nicole Hazen passing that in lieu of flowers, donations can be made to the Nicole Hazen Fund for Hope that they've established it's uh you can go to dbacks.com slash nicole hazen uh it is funding research innovative therapies and a cure for uh glioblastoma which is the rare form of cancer that uh, nicole hazen unfortunately had and um yeah we just want to put that out there so if you guys were looking to do anything or were interested in uh, helping out with that you can go to dbacks.com slash nicole hazen it's it's still very devastating to me jesse but at times we can't not talk about it so it's like yeah. I, I uh i just wanted to once again send our best wishes and thoughts out to the hazen family and i we understand how difficult this time has been so make sure uh, if you have a chance to check out that uh link as well um and hopefully good things can uh can happen for the diamondbacks here going forward hopefully they can still stay on a roll like they have this pirates team uh right now is very scrappy and uh i wouldn't take them for granted at this point but hopefully they can yeah. uh still continue this stretch that they've been on it's uh, tommy henry day it's tommy henry day and what do you expect to see out of him in his, his second start do you think uh, we'll see uh, uh you know now that the nerves have kind of settled yeah we'll see a bit more of what we've seen in in reno yeah i think uh talking with brent strom i think i mentioned this the other day they've been um kind of reworking his grip on some of his breaking pitches so um I would be looking for some extra depth uh, on on his breaking pitches. That's something I'm going to be looking for in this one. Um, but yeah, I mean, getting your first big league start out of the way is, um, in some ways, it's it's just nice. You know, you can just sort of relax and um, maybe not have quite as much pressure up against you. Um, and also facing the Pittsburgh Pirates is, is uh, <laughs> um, you know, Cleveland. I mean, they're not a bad team either. Um, they yeah, don't they yeah. don't swing and miss much. No, but, they um, do not. But the Pirates don't hit in general particularly well. So uh, a more favorable matchup for Tommy Henry for sure. Gabriel's uh, putting out in the comments, seven shutout innings for Punch-Out Tommy. Let's go. 
I love that. Let's get it out. Uh, let's stay positive here when it comes to, especially Tommy Henry, because man, it would be nice to have, uh, without, with a, the, as excited as we are about the outfield and the young position players that the Diamondbacks have, it would be so terrific to add a young rookie pitcher to this rotation. Yeah, that, much like really Alec would. Thomas can stay here and contribute to this team winning. Yeah, it really would. And I mean, I, I was thinking a little bit last night just to next season and what this rotation will look like. You're probably not going to have Zach Davies um, next year, given the fact that he seems very unlikely to pick up his side of, of his mutual option for next year. Yeah. So it's Bumgarner, Merrill Kelly, and Zach Gallen. And then we don't really know after that, right? It's it's sort of unclear what the what the rest of the rotation will look like. Uh, Tommy Henry has an opportunity down the stretch here to show what he can do and and try to you know cement his name in that mix as, as part of the Diamondbacks rotation for next year. Uh, speaking of which, also Tyler Gilbert might find a way into that rotation when he returns uh, from True. his injury. And uh, Humberto Castellanos just had successful Tommy John surgery yesterday. So unfortunately, he won't be an option until potentially the very end of next year. And even that might be a stretch. Yeah. So best of luck to him in his recovery. I know uh, from what I've heard, recovering from Tommy John surgery and the rehab and everything it takes to get back, it sounds like a bit of a grind. Yeah, so yeah, it's unfortunate. Best of luck to him. Uh, we thank you guys again for joining us. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. This guy over here is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we thank you for spending your lunch. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we always appreciate you guys uh, being here. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you vote for me in the debate segment.